One of my favorite movies of all time is The Truman Show with Jim Carrey. Have you seen the movie? In it, Jim Carrey stars as a Truman Burbank. He doesn't know it, but everything in Truman life is a part of a massive TV set. This is how the movie ends. I know you better than you know yourself. I never had a camera in my head. You're afraid. That's why you can't leave. It's okay, Truman. I understand. I have been watching you your whole life. I was watching when you were born. Watching when you took your first step. I watched you on your first day of school. <laughs> the episode when you lost your first tooth. <laughs> you can't leave, Truman. You belong here. Talk to me. Say something. Well, say something. God damn it! You're on television. You're live to the whole world. In case I don't see ya. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> yeah. Turman was signed by Hollywood from the second he was born, unwillingly as well as unknowingly, making his life a commercial-free television show, entertainment for the whole world to tune into the push-on button. Everyone from his wife to the clerk at the local newspaper stand, everyone in the man-made Iceland has been hired to act, as well as advertise products on the Truman Show that are later sold in the world that the Truman knows nothing about. Cameras are strategically camouflaged all over the island, his home, his car, and every building that Truman steps into. As the Truman gradually discovers, the truth. However, he must decide whether to act on it. What would you say are the symbolism in today's popular culture and digital social platform? Huh? I think I would say very symbolic. <laughs> I will explain this after this. Welcome to the Talentless Thing with Dagi podcast. This is Dagi David here, hiring by day, podcast by night. Many things happening in the news. Big tech giant to be regulated. After several high-profile scandals, harmful content, election integrity and privacy, and data portability, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg finally laid out the case for regulating his own company. I was just watching the news. 
I think he's saying, in a sense, I created this thing. I cannot control it because it's big and powerful. Help me. Given the stakes here, why shouldn't Facebook be regulated? Um, I, I actually am not sure we shouldn't be regulated. Um, you know, I think in general, technology is an increasing, um, increasingly important trend in, in the world. And I actually think the question is more, what is the right regulation rather than yes or no, should it be regulated? What's the right regulation? Um, well, there's some, some basic things, then I think that there's some big intellectual debates. On, on the, the basic side, you know, there are things like ads transparency regulation that, that I would love to see. Right? If you look at you know, how much regulation there is around advertising on TV and print, um, you know, it's just not clear why there should be less on the internet, right? You should have the same level of transparency required. And, you know, I don't know if a bill is going to pass. I know uh, a couple of senators are, are working really hard on this, um, but we're committed and we've actually already started rolling out ad transparency tools that accomplish most of the things that are in all the bills that, um, that people are, are talking about today, because we, we just think that this is an important thing. People should know um, who is buying the ads uh, that they see on Facebook. And you should be able to go to any page and see all the ads that people are running to different audiences. Today I'll talk about the moral problem with digital platforms, with Google, Facebook, etc. What has gone wrong with digital social platforms these days? Bad incentives? Unethical business model? Manipulative action in public conversation? It's growing problem. I think we are approaching a shift in the way we talk and think about our digital environment. Is Facebook and other digital platforms making the world worse place? The problem is focused on several areas, big data, privacy, exploitation, and more responsibility of digital companies and the social costs of high individualism. Let me quote a few ideas to prove my point. Roger McName, who was an early mentor to Mark Zuckerberg and the author of the book Zucked, waking up to the Facebook catastrophe, says, when asked by The Guardian, Zuckerberg says that the downside of Facebook are the same as the downsides of the Internet. Do you think that is true? He said, quote, no. There was an old definition of Ketzaf. A child who kills the parent and then begs the mercy of the court because now he's an orphan. That's what we're talking about here. The internet is the way it is because Google and Facebook have made it this way. To Mark's credit, Facebook has been spectacular success on its own term. But we should not forget that these are Facebook's terms. Quote, I'm still fanboy. I really love Facebook. But things are seriously going wrong with this platform. It's clear that Facebook had an influence on the last four years of all, you know, the political situation that happened in the world. Do you know that on anybody who expressed an interest on Black Lives Matter, their data is scraped and sold to the police department? Yeah, civil rights violation. This is going to make you freak out. 
that Facebook business model and algorithm allow bad people to harm innocent people. Roger has to say this when asked whether Facebook or Mark Zuckerberg is the problem. Quote, it's bigger than Facebook. This is a problem with the entire internet platform industry and Mark is just one of the two most successful practitioners of it. This is a culture model that infected Silicon Valley around 2003. So exactly at the same time, Facebook and LinkedIn were being started and it comes from a specific route. Silicon Valley spent the period from 1950 to 2003 first with the space program and then with you know with personal computers and the internet the culture of those things were very idealistic make the world a better place through technology empower the people who use technology to be their best selves steve jobs famously characterized his computers as bicycles for the mind the problem with google and facebook is that their goal is to replace humans in many of the core activities of life if you think about what they are doing with artificial intelligence, there are three markets that have proven to be incredibly in lucrative. Getting rid of white collar works, telling people what to think with, you know, filter bubbles. That's what Facebook does and recommendation engines that tell people what to enjoy or consume. Any list of the things that make us who we are is doing include those three characteristics. Our work, the things we believe, the things we enjoy are part of what makes us human. And to take those away and give those over to computer instead strike me as a opposite of bicycles for the mind. Quote. So what is the problem with the business model of Facebook and Google and all that bad incentives and filter bubbles. Here's more on Facebook business model. I spent the last two years trying to persuade the management of Facebook that the situation that we were seeing, whether it was relative to the health of the people who use the product from kids to adults, the issues in democracy, the issues in privacy, the issues in competition, as you said, with Snap, that those were issues the company needed to address and get a handle on because otherwise there would have to be regulation. I don't believe they're going to make those changes, so now I'm really focused on the people who use the product, trying to help them change the way they use products, not just Facebook, but also Instagram, Google, YouTube, and the others. And at the same time, working with policymakers to make sure that we make sure that Internet platforms like Facebook pay the costs of the externalities the damage, if you will, that their business model creates, and also to protect users, you know, to protect little kids from internet platforms, to make sure that internet platforms do not enable interference in elections, and to make sure that privacy for all people is something that we take very, very seriously. What will Facebook change its business model? Here's one more quote, this time from Forbes magazine, quote, if you were in charge of such money-making machine, would you be eager to change this business model? But if Facebook provides such a valuable service to its more than 2 billion users, several people wondered aloud why the company couldn't replace its ad-supported business model with users free. Mark Zuckerberg responded with a Facebook mission to give people the power to build community and bring the world closer together 
which he explained could only be accomplished with a free service. The reality here is that if you want to build a service that helps connect everyone in the world, then there are a lot of people who cannot afford to pay. And therefore, with, as with a lot of media, having advertising supported model is the only rational model that can support building this service to rich people. But if you want to build a service which is not just serving rich people, then you need to have something that people can afford. Code. Hmm. Think about this. In Facebook and Google case, they have created this world on a small platform for 3 billion people, just like the movie The Truman Show, where each person is given their own data with constant rewards, you know, the notifications, all the likes, to build a habit and turns into addiction to many people. This is where the moral problem happened. The manipulation of people's attention for profit and using fear in outrage and filter bubbles to reinforce these behaviors. Allow me to explain what filter bubble is. Let's say if you Google the word medicine, I do Google one, we're not going to get the same search result. Your search history, all other things you have done online are provided into algorithm that dictates Google the search result to show you in, in search keywords. So what is the problem here? The problem is when two people consulted, let's say, Wikipedia, there is no assurance you and I will see the same results or facts. That is the same thing with digital social platforms and Google, which is where everyone is consuming more information. This is a quote from the book The Age of Surveillance Capitalism by Sushan Zubov on Facebook and Google Business. Quote, Google begins like a traditional marketer's one product in 2002. The product was search. Gathering data from users in order to improve the quality of the product for the users. And they have an insight which, which is the only need, you know, few percent of the, the data uh, they're gathering to improve the search engine. So they decided to figure it out. Is there any signal in the other 98% you know, percent of the users? They basically do behavioral prediction based on the excess data they have captured from their users. So the signal was the only from the search and they decided to figure it out from the identity of the search. So they have created Gmail, which gives them more identity. But the very bold thing they have done is that they decided to scan every message and they put ads into Gmail. Email was the easiest to make people tell you what they're thinking. Quote, oh my gosh, the business model for Google in the beginning was about improving the target in those advertisements. Think about this. If you are a marketer today, Facebook and Google have all your customers on a payroll. So if you are a user, the data you're getting from Facebook or Google is being manipulated and controlled by them. Microsoft, Twitter, Twitter, you know, uh, and Amazon are the other guys who do, who do this. Think about this. Each one of us are unclaimed asset called data to these guys, and they own every bit of the data about one of us.
So the general principle here is that everything these platforms do seems good for the users, but it's equally good for the advertisers. So are these platforms all they're doing is just capturing data? So the question here is that why is it legal for companies to use personal data for commercial purposes? Here's one more quote from brookings.edu on privacy protection and why is it losing battle. Quote, more and more data about each of us is being generated faster and faster and from more and more devices. We cannot keep up. It's a losing game for both individuals and the system. This information being bang is, you know, doubling the volume of digital information in the world every two years. The data explosion that puts privacy and security in the spotlight will ex accelerate in the next coming years. Most recent proposal for privacy legislation aim at the slice of this issue, this explosion presents. As the data universe keeps expanding more and more, it fails outside the various specific law on the books. Maybe informed consent was a practical two, days, you know, two decades ago, but it's a fantasy today. In a constant stream of online interaction, especially on the small screen that now account for the majority of usage, it is unrealistic to read through privacy policies and people simply don't. Business are able, able by large to set the terms on which they collect and share this data. This is not a market resolution that works. Quote. And yet... How much value do you get from Gmail you get today than four or two years ago? See how much value they got from you. This is how the moral problem gets really serious. Listen to, to this quote from Roger McNay book, Zucked, quote, They have the ability to influence our choices in ways we're not aware of. They do first-party gathering from Google Apps, Facebook Apps, and they acquire data where it's available. They created this high-resolution digital avatar for all of us, and they sell access to that avatar. That's why they are so immensely so profitable. In the model, in the model of Facebook or Google, we all are not products or customers. We are the fuel, numbers. Each one of us, we are the collection of data. So where do we all stand on all these? On one hand, people think Facebook is too powerful and some of the power should be contained or regulated. On the other hand, people don't want Facebook to lose their data to ad agencies or let other people get access to their data. Facebook is kind of caught in the middle. I confess I'm a bit confused, but I'm also optimistic things will work out at the end of the day. Let's be the hero in our own story. If you find this podcast valuable, please do leave a comment. I want to know about it. You can reach me at about.me slash daggy underscore dawit. I'll be back with another episode. I hope you'll join me. Thank you very much for listening.